Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We are joined by Mike the Zamboni. We're curious if anyone has a Chia pet currently. And our question, I think, is how fast do they grow and how long do they last? There's a really cool little baby Yoda one. Is it officially, does it say baby Yoda? Is it like licensed? I think it says the child. The child. Okay. Um, Well, it says Star Wars, The Mandalorian. 20 Uh, bucks, right? 20 bucks. And he's in his little crib thing, but he's just got like, you know, greenery all around him. Oh, then you could get one where he's like holding. Oh, he's not holding the soup. Yeah, I think it is a Disney product. So, I bet all my kids would really like that. They've brought home grass really before from school oh, yeah. where they bring home like a little tiny pail, a little bucket, yep. and there's just soil. Cute. And they water it and grass grows. It's really wild. There's a bunch of this. Uh, these vegetables out there, Donna, I don't know how much you've been keeping up on it. But the, there's some of them. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can buy one more stock of celery, and that's it for the rest of your life. If you play your cards right. Oh, because you could just keep regrowing and regrowing. The same one. You just put it into the dirt and it grows. Somebody, there was something about ginger the other day. It was talking about like, oh, save this little bit of your ginger, stick it onto the dirt, and then new ginger grows up. I love it. Why aren't we taking a class? Because we're already doing the Taylor Swift class. Oh, that's, that's right. Stanford, that's right. I think. We're was there a farmer who called in, Mike? We got Susie on the line. Oh, hey, oh, Susie. Hi there. Susie. Uh, we're happy to have you on the show. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. And what what is on your heart that you would like to share on the airwaves today? I had a Chia Pet. I just threw it out on Monday. (gasps) How long did you have it before you threw it away? Honestly, six months. Okay. And it it didn't die. I just was tired of it. Oh, my God. The joke had worn off. Okay. What kind of a Chia Pet did you get? It was a unicorn. Cute. Oh, did the horn grow grass? No, the body did, and then the horn was getting overgrown by the grass. And you weren't up to pruning anymore. I was just done. Wow. (laughs) Where did you you get it? It was a dope gift, and I don't think the person who gave it to us thought we would grow it. (laughs) And so we did it just out of spite and took pictures and sent it on its way. That's the spirit. That's the way to go. Um, That's great. How, How long till it was fully grown? Um... In good sunlight, a good four weeks, but it started growing. It was really messy to get the seeds to stick on that clay. But once you did, I think you started to see sprouting by seven to eight days. 
I do want to say that the commercials make it look a touch quicker. <laughs> oh, don't they, though? Oh, yeah. man. No, it's okay. a lie. They are right. really cute, though. That's they a cute, are, and they're fun. thing. And sadly, it was for my husband, and so we don't even have small kids that would have enjoyed it. That's but, okay. The child at heart in both of you enjoyed it. Am I right or am I right? Right. <laughs> okay, Gandhi. And it's right. gone. Oh, okay. listen, hey, it didn't spark joy anymore, and so you said, you're going away. You've got to go into the trash can. That's fine. Uh, listen, we love you. We thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. All right, have a good day. Bye. What's your problem over there? Come on, we had a guest, and it felt like you were sort of checking out, just lobbing insults at me. We, she called us. We asked her to call us, and she called. It's just, I mean, you could just, like, turn anything into a TED Talk. That was the Emily Blunt look. I just saw the Emily Blunt look right there. (laughs) The rock just kept rolling on, and the Emily Blunt look just came up. Did you hear me say, okay, Gandhi? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy, here we go. Anyway, no, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And you should really be proud of that. That would be, and now I'm, Okay. You know what would be nice? A nice way for you to sort of make up for what you just did is if you if you bought that Baby Yoda thing and I could tell them that, hey, they'll say, who's it from? And I'll say my radio co-host. Now, truth be told, they don't know you by Donna. I say that you're Elizabeth just on radio. But still, I'll be, they'll get it and they'll be appreciative of it. It'll be fun. I'll think about it. 20 bucks, T-Bone. You spent 30 bucks know, on your AirPods. I just on 30. So. Oh, gosh. You want to see something disturbing? Donna Valentine with a new product, friends. She just opened up the AirPod case and said, oh, hi. She's talking to them now. And we've seen her do this before. They're so cute. Look like they're little buddies. Hi, babies. <laughs> they're just, and they light up when you open it like they're smiling. Like if they could make noise, they'd be like, mama. Still single? <laughs> I'm asking. I'm just, that is actually, wait a second. Show me that again. It's the case cute. does look like a face. Right? The two red dots on the AirPods. It's like Wally. And then the charging. Uh, it's not in front of the camera. Don't. There no, you no, go. No, no. I can See that? Over. Yeah, it looks great. That, that, that looks smiley. But Donna did this once with a house fly. And in full. How dare you bring his name into this conversation? Frank appeared shortly after her dog, Max, passed. And instead of shooing the fly away. Donna thought that maybe Frank was a messenger, a companion sent from another world mm-hmm. here to help you grieve. Right. A housefly, if you're just tuning in. And Frank, just like Jackie Paper in the song Puff the Magic Dragon, <laughs> one gray night it happened, Jackie Paper came no more. And Frank presumably died because he was a housefly. And, but Donna would talk. To him every morning, and she would come in and, on a more disturbing level, say stuff to me like, Frank's back. <laughs> he looked tired. And I'm thinking. He was losing some oomph in the end. He was. I'd be like, good morning, Frankie. But he wouldn't audibly respond, and that's when you knew it was a problem? My question is, for someone like me in a situation like that, mm-hmm. or like this, as you talk ooey-gooey to your $30 AirPods, What's the responsible response for me to have? You don't have to be a part of it. Just do your own thing over there. I'm just, I don't buy myself nice things. So. Oh, and Donna, let me be clear. You didn't. 
Again, Donna, you spent $30. Will you stop acting like you stopped off at Tiffany's yesterday? She came in. She said, you know, I normally don't splurge. And I'm like, what's she going to show me? And is it some sort of a crystal tennis bracelet? $30 AirPods. And she said, you know, they had to... What? She said, you know... Stop. They had to get these out of the case for me. Like at a Walgreens. <laughs> no, it wasn't Walgreens. It was Target. Oh, wow. And my fly's name is Francis. Thank you. And <laughs> yeah, they had to come unlock it. You know, they have to do that when you get Axe body spray to Walgreens, too. I was at a Walgreens in Burbank, and I was like, yeah, I need that. And the dude comes with a key. Just a total power play. But just stop acting like yesterday you turned a new leaf. You spent about three quarters of what I spend at a McDonald's drive-thru when I have a van full. <laughs> and we crap that all out later, okay? But keep in mind, I, I, I'm I, like one step in the past, you know, of walking around with a disc man on my head. This is a special purchase for me. <laughs> she does the USB. So you guys know, like, AirPods come in a little case, and it's a charging case, and so you can charge the case. It's and then, his tail. And then... <laughs> You're turning the whole door. You're going to put little feet on him. You're going to put feet and arms on that son of a B.I.H. I know what's happening. Oh, it's going to be a tough one. Oh, my gosh. We're out of time because of you. Because of me. Lindsay Lohan's pregnant. Excuse me. Lohan. And there's a movie about a guy who can't get out of a porta potty. So if you thought cocaine bears where it all ends, you were wrong. I lived that nightmare. What? Remember when I was stuck in a porta potty? How'd you get stuck again? Well, I was more or less stuck. Because you were on a construction site? I'll tell you the brief version right, of the story right, we'll when we come it. back. Then we've got uh, the most annoying advice that new parents get. I kind of disagree with the list, and I have oh, been a really? new parent. Uh, so we'll talk about that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back to the program. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What were you going to tell us? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. The, the, uh, you said quickly. There's a the a movie oh, the about a guy potty. gets trapped in a porta potty. I think it's called Holy Bleep. Yes, and it's uh, it's a German movie. Yep, yep, yep. Sprechensie Deutsch. And uh, it's about it's a horror, a horror. Who yeah. who came up with that word? Horror. It's a horror thriller. Because you don't want to say horror. Right. Hor- right. I used to say horror. 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 It does have some comedic aspects. Uh, the hero wakes up trapped in the john on a construction site where a demolition is about to take place. It turns out he was put there on purpose by a guy who wants his girlfriend, who's pregnant, and he has to escape before he's blown to bits. And the trailer came out yesterday. It has profanity, so we can't play it, but you get the gist. Thank you. My parents had a porta potty at their house a few years ago because we were having a huge family reunion. They have a septic system. And so we thought, what happens if 60 people end up using these bathrooms all at one time over a span of a few days? So they said, let's run a porta potty. And uh, they said, just go, fellas, just go number one out there. The ladies, you can go inside. Fellas, go number one out there. But a, a few of us took one for the team occasionally. So one Saturday morning, I go out and I go and I say, you know what? I'm just going to take one for the team. I'm going to do everything out here. It was like 7.45 a.m. or 8 a.m., something like that. And all quiets on the, I'll do it again. 
for my, this is going to be worth it. This is a good little Oscar thing. All is quiet on the Western front. Right, Donna? Laugh. You got it. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> then I hear, doot, doot, Oh, no. Doot, and I was like, Oh, they were going to oh. empty you. In that moment, as I am in the middle of it, I remembered my dad saying they were coming to clean the porta potty on that morning. But I didn't dawn on me. And I was pants around my ankles, midstream, so to speak. I was in a situation where I couldn't, I just Stop. needed a sec. And it was so scary. And I thought, oh my gosh, is that the Porta John guy? Is this how I'm going to die? I thought, are they going to suck me out of it? Like, will they, do they put a sucker? On the basin, do they suck it all out? And sure enough, I hear it. And they live in the country, too. Like, I mean, like, it's in a, in a sort of remote area. You don't hear a lot of cars. So then I hear it, and I'm thinking, I think that's in this driveway. I think that I think the vehicle's in this driveway. I have to now just do a quick unlock of the door and then a quick kick of the door. And they're spring-loaded, you know. And then it springs open, and I see, like, JT's sanitation removal. And that sucker shuts, and I knew I got to figure something out right now. Because what I don't want to do... I'm so socially uncomfortable in that moment. I don't want to say, excuse me, as he's got like a truck that's going, excuse me, sir, help. I'm, I'm in the middle of it. I'm not peeing. Well, I kind of feel like it's the responsibility of the cleaners to look to make sure nobody's in there because the thing, the the knobby thing turns red sure. when someone's in there and yes. it's green when nobody's in they should always. Well, I didn't have always. to get to that point because then, as he was adjusting his tube and his hose and all this, and you were adjusting. Yours. I was, just, <laughs> and I just tried to clean up and get out of Dodge as quickly as possible. And I just kicked open the door and just beeline right back into the house. But when you are, I cannot stress this enough. When you are in the middle of it, I could see you running like with your pants around your ankles, <laughs> like Frankensteining to the house. <laughs> But Donna, imagine that. Imagine that you I were in the middle I, of it, it and then you heard the beep. I would die. Beep. So scary. Did you have a phone with you? You could have called your dad and been like, Dad. Sure I did. But what's he going to do? I... Dad, what, his 38-year-old son calls him? Dad. This was this year? Yeah. <laughs> this was last summer, whatever. A year and a half ago. And that was within a few weeks later. I accidentally almost got a chemical burn because I sprayed myself trying to just get a quick freshen up before I left the house. Does Mike know this story? I don't. Let me just give him the short version. (laughs) Steve takes room spray. Okay. Sprays it into his... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Pants. Oh my. To freshen up. Down there. And doesn't realize that it started to create a chemical burn. Then he adds water to it, which just enhances the burn. Fans the flame. 
Yeah. Ignites it. And he's a grown man, by the way. This was mm -hmm. last year. It's not like he was a 12 year old. This was a couple of weeks within that same two or three week window of the Portageon incident. And the what made matters worse, Mike, was I had a for the first time had a female neighbor who was coming over to watch Dev. So I was trying to put Dev down for a nap. I just sprayed myself. Is this like a Febreze situation? Or it's what? called Citrus Magic. Okay. It is far and away the best bathroom spray. <laughs> I read Citrus, thought it was all uh, all natural Got and it. organic. Sure. And in fact, it tells you if skin contact, you need to see medical supervision immediately, blah, blah, oh blah. So I sprayed it, not down my pants. My pants were down. I was in a bathroom scenario. And then I sort of just like straddled the air and sprayed up and around Ooh. on them. So I feel this burn. Yeah. And now I'm trying to put Dev down, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then it starts to ignite. So now I say, Dave, Dev, Dev, we got to go back in here. Lay on the bed. Daddy's got to do something. That's when I put water on. Hotter, hotter, hotter. Significantly hotter with water. But this ended up really helping my child, and I'll tell you how. That same Dev, by the way. I then go, and I'm like, okay, something's got to help this. Now... I read in the back of the bottle, you need to go to a doctor. And I'm like, crap, I can't go to a doctor right now. The neighbor's about to come over. Ding dong, I'm here to watch Dev. So then it says, if contact with skin, petroleum jelly can help to temporarily relieve the pain. So now I'm looking everywhere. I'm like, I know it's somewhere in this house. Where do I get this stuff? I, I find it. I'm gobbing it on like I'm a burn victim, gobbing it on. And at this point, I am walking around with my pants around my ankles and that Vaseline all over me. And I'm thinking, if I... So help me. If I hear a ding dong, Steve, it's Sarah. <laughs> I'm here to watch Dev. And I have my pants around my ankles and gobs of Vaseline, like I'm making a peanut butter and jelly, Donna. I mean, I was like, meanwhile, trying I'm to waiting this. for him at the Twin Cities live studio because I was going to be a guest that day. Mm-hmm. Remember? You came is, and told us the that story. Was that same day. Well, guess what? Dev, Citrus Magic, again, such a great room spray, but it is, there are chemicals in it, or it's at least enough to cause a burn on skin. Um, I, uh, I, I, Dev found this at my parents' house. They also have it there. Over Christmas, accidentally sprayed himself on, like, the face. Oh, no. And was really crying and was really in pain. And then Lou went, and she quickly, like, got, like, a cold rag and put it on, and then he started crying. And guess what? Dun, 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 dun. I said, I know what to do. Scoop the baby up and immediately go upstairs, get petroleum jelly and wipe it on his face. Hashtag not all heroes wear capes. And now a study on bad parent advice. We're Um, out of time. Here's the advice that people hate to hear. No, we're going to do it when we come back. People are waiting. We got an email with some good advice. Why are you being like this? You brought it up. Mm. Did you, though? I don't know. Mm. Um, anyway, we'll get to that. It's it's a fun, I kind of disagree. The person who emailed, I thought, sent an interesting idea about how to dress your your small child, your baby's bed. I thought that was kind of a <laughs> good thought. Sarah know. Are we burying the lead of the story? Why was Steve trying to freshen his parts before the female neighbor came over? <laughs> now, if you just take those two random pieces of the puzzle, you can create your own story. No, I was coming into work, but I think I was sweaty and not super fresh. I didn't have time for a shower. All right. So I spritzed myself. Sue me! Okie dokes. Hello, my friends. It's me, respected journalist Steve Patterson. 
For my buddies over at the Canopy Group, uh, hey, what do we got? Today's March 15th. March 17th is St. Patty's Day. The luck of the Irish. I'm Irish. Uh, I like the thought of luck. Yeah, everybody does. You have fun with it. But when push comes to shove, you're not really basing decisions on luck, are you? Like, especially decisions that could cost you money. Let's talk about your home and auto insurance. Are you dealing with one agent who represents one company and gives you one quote? What are you hoping that they're just lucky enough that they're bringing you back the best quote you could get? That's not how it works. Look, at the Canopy Group, they wish you all the luck in the world, but they think that when it comes to your home and auto insurance, you need a proven process. And theirs is pretty simple. They have a team of 40 specialists. They have partnered up with 16 different insurance companies. And then those specialists fight on your behalf and turn to those insurance companies and say, fight it out for their business. We're looking for two things, the best coverage at the best price. Go to thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. All right, we're back. Thanks for joining us. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Yes. And you're my study buddy. Studies have shown that Studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okay, so. I came across this list that. Kind of irritating to new parents, okay? So every parent's favorite thing to do, according to this story, is, you know, help dole out advice to new parents. Some of it's helpful, but according to a new poll, on average, new parents receive 200 pieces of useful information in the first six months. So that's more than one tip per day, and some new parents are like, okay, okay, this is getting old. Here are the top 10 pieces of advice that can annoy new parents. Okay? Okay. Number one, sleep when the baby sleeps. Is that annoying? I don't think that's annoying. I think it's generally helpful, though not always implemented. Not always doable. But when the, yes, absolutely. But there are times when it is doable but you get into a go 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 mentality but especially those first few weeks when the baby's up all the time it's like hey if that baby crashes i think moms in particular can feel an onus to keep going but i should be washing bottles right now or i should be doing laundry all this sort of stuff right uh and and i get it there's a grind but if you can don't feel bad about oh my gosh the baby's sleeping i should just lay down and close my eyes and your alarm clock is there cry when they cry. Right. Then right. get up. But it's tough. But I, I don't get annoyed at that. But it's just a little difficult to implement. Okay. Number two. Here's what I did with my kids. And they turned out fine. Yeah. It's, that leads a little more annoying because it's it's anecdotal. Sure. And there's, yeah, that, that, that can lean a little bit. But there's also a little grain of truth in there, too. Right. Yeah, wow, our like, kids turned out okay. You're going to, if you think it's a mistake, it's not necessarily a mistake. For example, um, let them cry it out. That is a good piece of advice. Not annoying. It's good at the right time when you're, like, particularly if you're trying to sleep train a child. Mm. There is, if you always go to their cry, 
then you will you'll be like a yo-yo. Right. You'll be back and forth. Well, and won't they tough, get tough tired? Do. Don't they get exhausted That's from crying? Yes, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a little better sleep on the far end of that. But yes. there, there was a time that when we just had Adeline, uh, she, she's our first, and we got to the point where we were doing sleep training, trying to get her to sleep, not in a bassinet next to us, but in her own room. Mm. Um, and maybe she was six months at the time, something around there. And we followed this technique of letting them cry it out. And here's how you, you do it. You're in with them and then you leave for five minutes and they'll be crying because they're used to being rocked right. to sleep or whatever. And then and then they're crying. And then Lou in particular is having a very difficult time with the sound of this crying. The mother instincts are raging. Uh, I can go quell the crying. Right. And then after five minutes, you go in, don't pick them up. Instead, you put your hand on their back. You rub their back. You talk to them. Let them hear your voice. Hmm. But we got to a point where we had to go downstairs, Donna, during that let them cry it out and turn music up really loud. And I remember Lou was crying in the living room, Aww. feeling so bad that we weren't helping her. But in reality, you we were, were helping, helping her. her. Exactly. All right. Here's an annoying one. You're not holding them right. That's probably not the best way to say it. But every parent has looked at someone else or if somebody else holds your baby and you're like, yeah, can I know. You're like, can you just can support their head? Yeah, yeah, let me show you how to. Yeah, exactly. The football hold. Love that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's great. Uh, stop holding them so much. You'll spoil them. These are probably the same people who say yes. it goes by so fast. Just love every minute. Don't wait too long before you have another one. Okay, not your business. So Thank just you. None that. of this is your business. You're just creating more problems for yourself down the road. Okay, now what are you trying to do? Pick a fight here? Did you want to come and say hello to the baby, or is this a personal issue with me, Claude? Claude. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was... I don't know why that name came to my mind. Don't entertain them with the TV or your phone. Okay. Okay. That would be like a... Mm. If you lived on a farm, saying, well, don't entertain them Mm. with the the wheat field or the animals... Yeah, we're no, in a you weird gotta, time. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do and mind your own bees nails. If you let them sleep in your bed, they'll never leave. Not true. We've done it, and they do in fact leave. And finally, it's probably colic. That's not annoying. Colic is tough. Colic is when a baby just unreasonably cries an unreasonable amount of time during a day. And it can last for weeks and weeks. Oh, gosh. For no apparent reason. It's just, baby, I was born this way. Maybe that's what Gaga was talking about. I didn't didn't know that that's what colic was. Yeah, super I think I confused it with cradle cap. Cradle cap, which is when you get like a little bald spot. You know, Grace and my son. Oh, I thought that was like crusties. Well, yeah, yes. But then you can lose hair there as well. Oh, okay. The spot where you're rolling your head around in the crib. You can lose your hair back there. Grayson Glenn, my boy. His middle name's Glenn? Which is my middle name as well, with a second N just to piss people off. Oh, I love it. (laughs) He lost all of his hair on top of his head early on. And I'm just going to make this public confession, okay? All right. I mean, does your kid have any say in this? Oh, no. I mean, He knows. It's not a confession like this. No, I'm confessing something about me. Okay. We had been told so many times with Adeline, oh my gosh, she is just so cute. She's so cute. And then Grayson comes out and they're like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Look at his lashes. And people are like, you guys just have the cutest babies. Yeah. Well, one day I go home and dude lost his hair on top. So now it looked like I had a professor. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this guy? So then 
my brother was like, oh my gosh, don't touch it. Let it go. This is great. The hair will grow. But legit, it was significant. He looked like a character. Oh, Bubba. I shaved his head. You did the baby? The baby. Completely bald. Because I was like, you know what? Let's just go full bald. And then it'll all grow back together. And that was... How young was he? Very. And you're sitting there with the, what, a razor? Not a razor. Just, you know. And I just... And that was was vanity. That was vanity in me. I'm I'm confessing. Uh, You know what would have been a great solution? Never bring him out in public without a hat. You know, because if he's got the like, shower curtain thing going on, yeah. just hair around the sides, a hat, he'd look cute. I would like to see wow. all, you know, you know how a lot of guys look really great bald? Yeah. I would like just to. Like Mike over here. Miguel, he's bald on top. I would like to see, by force, federal mandate, all <laughs> hot bald guys have to grow their hair out for three months. Just to see how much of a game changer it is. Oh, I see. Because it might be spotty or... No, not spotty. I just want to see guys who look awesome bald. I want to see them with the shower curtain. Okay. Ben Lieber. Widely regarded as handsome and bald. Looks great bald. Yeah. Good shaped head. For sure. Three months go by and he doesn't take clippers or a razor to his head. What becomes of Ben Lieber? Great question. Michael Jordan looks great bald. Three months, no razor. Now he's just got long, thick hair around the side of his head. He always looks smooth. Does he still? Great. This is an experiment. Is there an app for this? I don't think there is, Steve. Maybe Uh, that's your next project. You'll be rich. What's a bald man that you would like to see with hair around the sides? Uh, Let's see. Um, Vin Diesel. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think he's starting to lose his hair on top. I think that's why he's shaving pretty tight now. Mr. Worldwide. Oh, yeah. Mr. That'd, be, that'd be a good one, too, Mike. Oh, my God. Yeah. If Pitbull didn't cut his hair for like a year, what? And it was just, and every time he was like, Dolly, his hair was <laughs> flinging around like fringe on the side. What would it be like? <laughs> I just want to know. I mean, we could just do this with Photoshop if we wanted well, to. Well, then, someone, please. Mike, let's Provide do. this. I'll make it happen. I have an email. Okay. This is from Joe, who says, um, this is the advice I found most helpful and always give others. This is going back to advice that new parents get from other people. Mm-hmm. That advice is bed sheet lasagna. What? So, mattress protector, sheet, mattress protector, sheet. Great idea. Then when the inevitable happens, vomit, blowout at 3 a.m., you just rip the top layer off and they're good to get right back into bed for the night. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I can classify that piece of advice as genius. That's good. That's all it is. It's just a doubling genius up. piece it's of advice. It's just doubling up so that you have insurance. That And it's easy to do. It's not a separate mattress, a separate mattress protector. Right. That's genius because, yeah, every parent has been there. There's a blowout or there's throw up and you're like, or pee. Really? Are yeah. we doing this whole thing now? 
But if you could just lift them up, you got to clean them off. You just roll that up, you throw it in the hamper and go, I'll deal with this tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, that's that's genius. Thank you for sending that, Joe. Joe, love you. we love you. You're like our best friend. Like, we just want to get to know the real Joe. I'm going to go. All Take right. a quick break. When All we right. come back, I am so hungry. And I was just thinking, oh, we get to call Brian to find out what the soup is. I hope it's a sweet, awesome broth. It's freaking chilly today. Oh, no. It's a garbage festival in our cafeteria. We'll call to find out what entree they put on the side of chili. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Rocco once again for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, it is kind of odd to talk about end-of-life stuff like I do every day, but I'm glad that people in my family uh, are mature enough to sort of have that chat. My mom and has had that chat with my sister and me, and she had a chat with Lisa over at Crescent Tide and said, you know what, I want to prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation for when it's my time because... My son's a little weird, and if I leave it up to him, he'll probably have some weird ceremony that I wouldn't have approved of. I want things done my way, and you know what? I'm even going to pay for it. So she did a pre-plan, a pre-pay with Lisa over at Crescent Tide, so when it is her time, uh, she's going to have things done her way, and my sister and I don't even have to pay for it. If that sounds like something you want to do for your family, I encourage you to do what my mom did. Call Lisa over at Crescent Tide, set up a meeting. It's not just the pre-paying and the pre-planning, though they always like me to tell you that uh, if you look at their Google reviews, you'll see that they come through for people in that time of grief, in that time of need. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Time for a new... I, I don't need the final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 107.1, everything entertainment. There's something crazy going on outside our door here at the studios. My uh, guess is there is an animal of some type outside our door because people are gathering around. Oh, yeah, there are. And they're looking down, right, Mike? Yeah, half of the floor is outside right now in our entranceway. And they're all, oh, there's kids. They're, they're, oh, I saw a child. There's a puppy. Um, but there's, yeah, something something small. Uh, well, Brittany's here. She might be involved in oh. this somehow. Hey, um. Those are Newfoundland mixed. Oh, oh Newfies. I Newfie. follow a lot of Newfies on Instagram. Newfie puppies outside. Aww. I don't know what to tell you. All right, well, let's wrap the show up so we can go. Yeah, uh, guys, <laughs> we'll leave you with eight minutes of silence as you think back to <laughs> things we've challenged you with today. Oh, man. Uh, no, that's very uh, that's very exciting. Uh, Donna, look, we're already getting a look ahead of tomorrow's show. I hope you all tune in tomorrow. It's going to be great. It's Thirsty Thursday where we give away a can of pop on the fours. That's oh my God. good. Good <laughs> B94. All right. That's a big station. They should have had better prizes. They used to give away a cube of Pepsi or Mountain Dew of your choosing, which at the time in the early to mid 90s was $4.99, sometimes $3.99 if you got a deal. And that means that on Thirsty Thursday, you would be caller 94 to 412 333 9494. And then you would win. 24-pack of Pepsi. Mm -hmm. In my case, you would then travel from Springdale, Pennsylvania to downtown Pittsburgh. which was an hour? uh, That was about 20 miles. So it'd be like, yeah, 30, 35 minutes. You'd do an hour and 10 round trip. And they'd say, what did you win? And if you just went pure monetary value, you'd say 450. (laughs) (laughs) That's my point. Like, that's a very big market to be giving away such a crappy prize. But you know what? It worked. The kids who listened during the summer, 
It was great. I remember one time I called into a radio station. I think it was 105.9 X, And I won Fiona Apple tickets. And and that wow. the excitement so a good prize. of your waiting to be the caller. And then I got to tell you, you know, Donna, you've been in this business for a long time. So you probably might not remember the feeling of ever looking on the outside. You got in when you were so young. Did you ever call the station to try to win a prize and then yeah. hear the always? Ah. It goes. For, well, oh, yeah. and it's so exciting. Then you're like, oh, my gosh. Yes. It's like, I'm Hi, on my the dog. air. Yeah. And then they're like, that hey, is, call 94. Who do we got? That noise is the the speaker system because DJs only answer the phone through the speaker system. Right. They don't really pick up the. Oh, it, I don't know. It's a whole, it's a whole engineering well, we thing. It's over your head. Here. Don't worry about it. But we do. But you, if if we were picking it up on Mike, the, do you pick? So Mike, I, you don't answer the phones on through the board. No. So I'll pick up most the actual radio stations phone. do. Yeah, yeah. And then once we go to you guys, that's, it, when, it, that's right. when it does. That's the when you do the, the speaker. Yes. Yeah. Right. Such an exciting feeling. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Wait. <laughs> Like retro, retroactively? Yes. I'm excited for what you had experienced as a child. And by child, I mean, what, 29-year-old? Donna. It's amazing. I was in my teens. Okay, sorry. I really have to go to the restroom. When's the best time to go? After the show? I, I t- Hi, everybody. Where do you work, Steve? What do you do for a living? I'm in prison. <laughs> it feels like... I wait for the boss to tell me when I can go. Oh, man. Uh, let's call the cafeteria. All right. You want to right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm very hungry. All right. Come go. down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. It's rock and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. It can't be. It's always a surprise. So it's I bet you Brian hates puppies. Cafeteria's Brian. Hey, Brian. It's hey, Brian. Uh, Don and Steve from the Don and Steve Experience. Yeah, I know you guys. Hey, man. Uh, do you like puppies? Yeah. That's nice. Doesn't we, everybody? I wasn't sure, but I'm happy to hear that you do. <laughs> we have puppies. We have these Newfoundland mix puppies, Newfie puppies outside of our studio right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't even know what a Newfoundland looks like, so I'm sure the puppy version is going to be a real exploratory experience for me. Yeah, we we started actually started a puppy fund at home, so oh, we got that's the actual awesome. one. So the kids are you know contributing their oh, that's great to it. And Can I give you a piece of uh, advice that that we implemented upon someone else giving us this advice? Sure. We recorded them uh, make taking a puppy oath, so we we have them <laughs> on tape saying, "I will." Pick up the dog's crap, oh, even yeah. when I don't feel like it. I, even though right now we have Mount Vesuvius in the front yard. Oh, yeah. Horrible. But we have them saying all these things. I will play with the dog. So, yeah, use technology. and Mine are pretty good with the one we have. So Oh, you already oh. have one? Yeah. This oh. would be two. Oh. Oh, wow. Now, full You're disclosure. Brave, man. Yeah. I want to base our relationship on open honesty and open connection. I was so jazzed to find out what the soup was today 
And then I started tasting some of your broth in my mouth. I could just foretaste it, and I was pumped. And then you figured it out. I was like, darn it, it's stupid chili. I hate chili. chili. I want to throw chili day out forever. Um, so we know chili is the soup. What is the entree? We got a chicken teriyaki stir fry. That's good. That's, That's good. Yum. That's balanced. Yeah, balance. All, All right. right. Yeah, great. That's fine. We'll come down. Are you going to have that, Steve? All right. I think so, yeah. All right. He's well, probably at home. He's probably not I'm even here. here. I'm lying. here. I'm, there's a Newfoundland puppy right out there. <laughs> I'm looking at Donna right now. And what a no, journey. it's true. It's All true. Right. All right, right we Brian, gotta go. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Bye. Oh, man. Chicken teriyaki. What are you? Are you, are you What's wrong rolling? with that? I'm going to be floating later. Oh, because it's sodium. Yeah. Why don't you just feed me an intertube? <laughs> intertube? I think it's intertube. That's not a thing. I think it's inner. We talked about how unlikely it is for you to fill out a perfect NCA bracket. Oh, we got ours today. Uh, yes, we did. Let me tell you it in new terms that we just saw today. So yesterday we said the odds are um, one in 9.2 quintillion. Like if you were just like flipping a coin and just trying to figure it out, it would be one in 9.2 quintillion. One mathematician put it this way. You have better odds of winning Powerball. <gasps> oh, with two consecutive tickets <laughs> than getting a perfect bracket. Darn. But if it, it's only one in 120 billion um, if you know stuff about college basketball going in. But if you were just flipping a coin each time, just the pure math of it comes down to that one in 9.2 quintillion. But Powerball. Hey, did you hear? I hit Powerball. What? That's insane. Next week. You'll never guess what happened. I hit Powerball again. That scenario right. okay. is more likely All than right. a perfect bracket. So why are we why are we even bothering? We're not going for perfect. We're going for best. And it's our ticket okay. out of here, right. sister. That's that's a good attitude. We win this thing. It's, it's our five, ticket out of here. <laughs> five bucks to get in. And what are the you prizes? You and I win. Whatever percentage. Of- Add up five, and then they'll do some divvy up for first place, second place, and maybe third. All but right. you and I do it. We split well, is Mike the gonna profits. Do it with us too, or you got your own? I'm in with you guys. Sure. Right, I can team Donna and together. Steve. Yeah. All right. You guys get it filled out? No, we no. haven't started. No, we were doing a show. Whatever you get it done, give it to me. I'll get All it right. on to this. That the might site happen and... more. We might go right up to the deadline tomorrow. You know, uh, 11 a.m. is the deadline. Well, I have nothing going on at 10:30, so that'll be perfect for me to get tomorrow. it transcribed into a different app. Yeah. Oh. That'll be really right. easy. Let's passive. Just do it now. He's being passive. Okay, all right, fine. I have a meeting, Donna. Maybe. I don't know. I gotta go. You don't have a meeting. What do you know about me? I have a 12:30 hold for meeting today. That means has... he's getting a haircut. No, That's what it, it doesn't. Means. Donna. I'm gonna say a word that you probably haven't heard recently. A client meeting. Okay? I don't know what's happening. Don't tell me that I don't have a meeting. What kind of clients hiring you? <laughs> I think that same thing every time someone hires me. <laughs> I think, do they know? Nah, maybe they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't listen to the show. They, right. They're going for TV, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. All right. Uh, Mike. Yeah. Carry on. See ya. Bye. Have a great day, everyone.